Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We are going to discuss the doctrine episode. If you haven't heard it, please give it a listen. We're going to break down the episode so that you can help people who've been hurt by this topic. I'm Pastor Jonathan here with Pastor Joel, who's running at an incredible rate right now. If you could see him, he is sprinting. He is he is sprinting. We are jacked up about that episode, and I wanted to say so much more at the end of it, but how could I, Pastor Joel, with that outro? Yeah, I kind of did put a, I kind of did land the plane there, didn't I? Oh my goodness. Uh, that was spectacular. You could feel, you could feel the spirit in that, yeah. in that message. This whole God's language, doctrine right. is God's language is in my opinion a revelatory concept the con a context is english a context is italian a context is french a context is hebrew is greek god's language is truth oh yeah that's good wow what are your thoughts I like what you just said. <laughs> Great. This has been the Music of Life Church podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, my I'm I'm often referred to as the doctrine guy. This is like my jam, right? I love I love doctrine. It's a, the a personal journey I've gone on in determining and, and understanding and living out the purpose God's given me has been a lot of it with the Bible. There was a lot of my life was thinking, I really, I really love reading and studying and teaching the Bible, but the further and further I've walked with God and, and the more and more he's spoke, spoken to me about who speaking, I am speaking to you, the, the more and more he has <laughs> spaketh to me, <laughs> <laughs> he spakes to me a lot. I've learned really what I care the most deeply about is doctrine. Dude. And I think it's, I have this within the core of who I am as this teacher who wants to explain things. And the way God wired me is I care the most about doctrine, about the doctrine of his Bible. Because to me, it's the most epic thing to teach. And I know not everybody's wired that way. So I have fun with doctrine and yeah, I was very, very excited about this. Honestly, the thing I felt like God showed me right in the moment that I did not plan on saying, Ooh, yeah. Very beginning of the episode is doctrine is the ultimate answer that really a way for everybody who's listening to our podcast to understand what doctrine is is we have been declaring a doctrine every episode nice because the ultimate answer we've explained is the it's a conjunctive answer we've have a supplementary teaching that explains that conjunctives that truth is made of conjunctives doctrine fit doctrine is truth so really that to me, that made this whole episode, I feel like it started off in such a great way that would be really simple for our audience to understand what doctrine is. And 
And then to go from there and to end it with this doctrine is God's language. This is is how God speaks to every person, regardless of the contextual language they speak or tongue that they speak. Nice. He speaks doctrine and it's that doctrine is the same, regardless of the context. Grace is the divine influence upon the heart and its reflection in the life, regardless of what tongue I speak. Now, those words, what I said would be different depending on the tongue, but the doctrine is true no matter what tongue that person is reading or speaking. So, yeah, I had, it's, it's really interesting to not only teach doctrine, but to teach about doctrine, the concept of doctrine at the doctrinal level. That to me is this higher level of looking at doctrine as a whole. So I, I'm still learning. Uh, like there's these areas that we feel really gifted in, and we feel maybe even like we're experts. And even in those areas, I'm still shown time and time and time again. I still there is so much more to learn, and I have so much more to learn. It's, it is, I'm freaking out right now because I just feel like I'm having another one of these moments where it's like, oh my gosh, why don't I say that doctrine is God's language all the time right now? And I just treat God's doctrine like I treat learning a language. Why don't... Why don't I do that? Hey, Pastor Joel, I have a very serious question for you. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you still learning words in English? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I am. You idiot. You are a a moron. (laughs) If you're still learning words in English, you're a native speaker. What is wrong with you? Oh, like, how ridiculous would that be? Oh, it's so ridiculous that I'm blushing right now. <laughs> that is funny. It is. Yeah. It's funny. It's like the, the, this language that you and I are speaking, we are constantly trying to improve. Right. We're trying to improve in this. We're using our ability right now right. with this language. We're trying to be able to master this language to be able to help other people master the language you know that's what an english teacher does yeah like, why yeah. why do we have an english teacher if all of us just speak english oh well, because was, there's a there's a never-ending road anyway what were you gonna say i was it was just joking with my my freshman in high school son like he's in english class and it's it's literally the low-hanging fruit dad jokes of like oh why why are you getting a b plus well, he's getting an a in english but it's like why do you gotta why do you gotta be in an english class like i thought you were born speaking english like ha 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 but it is in fact it's one of the biggest requirements for high schoolers it's like is there any other class that they have to take as much of through high school as english yeah because english is how you are communicating in that's all it. of these classes that's it yeah it's it's not only in the classes it's it's your maybe, life i could argue maybe it's the most important at least when we're talking the the mathematics of English, right? The, the words themselves and what they mean. 
is paramount to how we communicate, at least in our culture. And, and yeah, absolutely. So and now what your point is, it's like, so let's take that and apply it to God's doctrine. It's like God's doctrine is paramount. Those words and what they mean, God's doctrine to how he communicates. Yeah, we need to learn that. Right. And so why am I not hearing from God? Well, do you have, are you learning his language? Are you bilingual? Do you right. know more than just English? Right. And truth is, truth is the language. And what's interesting, you and oh. me have, we've been a part of Music Life Church since 2013, home church since 2007. And one of the things that people recognize, I think we, we have embraced a lot of the doctrine that we've been presenting on these podcasts for all three seasons so far is stuff we've we've known for quite some time and we've embraced and lived out for quite some time and we communicate with these terms not only when we're hearing from god but with each other our way of communicating with one another is often us using that we're using god's language through this vessel of ink we're using god's language through our English terms to communicate with one another. And there is something that happens frequently when new people come around Music of Life Church. And it's something we try to help people with, but people recognize you guys talk different. Yeah. You guys have, and they'll literally even say sometimes you kind of have a language of your own. Right. Now, oftentimes when you and me are communicating and, and maybe some, maybe audience members have even noticed some of the terms you and I use, I often don't, it all, it feels normal to me mm -hmm. when I talk with you or other people who've, you know, seasoned veterans in music at church, I, I don't hear it because it's like when you're talking to your neighbor down the road who speaks English, you don't, how often in those conversations are you thinking, wow, she speaking English. It's like, no, it's just normal. But I do recognize when other people come in, there are adjustments you and me will make and adjustments we are trying to help our people make to visitors of our churches, to be able to speak in a way where not that we're negating or limiting God's doctrine, but communicating in a way where we're bridging the gap between where they're at and what God's language is. The same as you would if you were, a, you know, like, for instance, my son has a He's in Spanish right now. Mm -hmm. His essentially what his teach his Spanish teacher's job is, is the same thing you and I are doing on these podcasts. Exactly. What she's doing is she's trying to help her English speaking students understand the language of Spanish through communicating with English words. Right. You and me using English words are trying to help people bridge the gap into understanding God's language. Right. And what we're trying to, what we're trying to do is we're trying to talk about the principle of causality is right. the language. Yes. Right. That's the language. It's not the word causality. Right. We're the just principle of non-contradiction. Bingo. Exactly. The principle, the meaning what does this, what do these words represent? If I say, is that a cause or is that an effect? We say that contradicts or it's non-contradictory. Right. 
we're trying to like that. That's the essence or the spirit of God's language. Right. I don't ever have to say the word causality. Right. I mean, it would be a lot harder for me. I may have to make some adjustments to explain some things. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Like, so exactly those words you hear us say a lot, causality, non-contradiction, God's nature, right. And right. And just always completely right. Always completely need to just. Be contrastive. You need contrastive, yeah. the divine influence upon the heart, like these terms. Yep. When you hear Jonathan and I talk to our people and preach in sermons or just in everyday common language, we do have the ability to teach this at a lesser level or a not as high level for people who are just intro- being introduced to it. And that's part of the journey you and I are on as leaders. That's something we could encourage our mall podcast listeners to do is yes. when you learn something new, for one of the things that we do is try to teach it because mm-hmm. the more you teach something, the more you're going to learn it, but also try to remember who your audience is and try to teach it in a way where they there's a bridge between what they are, have experienced and where you believe God wants to bring them. That's part of this being a leader is helping bridge the gap between where they are and where they're going. And can we as leaders bear the burden of making the adjustments on ourselves to communicate in a different way than what we may want to for the benefit of the person that we're trying to lead? Amazing. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give you an example of this. This is something that I am constantly doing. Pastor Joel, as you know, like my, my tip for anyone in communicating and speaking in God's language is to first explain the definition of something and then add the word on. Oh, okay. And so I call that blank. For example, having your cake and eating it too. You can't, Pastor Joel, you can't have your cake. It can't exist. And it can't still be the same cake as you are eating it. Okay. Having your cake and eating it too is a contradiction. All right. Now in Italian, there's a whole nother have your cake and eat it too. But it's, it is, you can't have the wife drunk and the barrel full. Okay. You can't have a full barrel of wine and also be drunk at the same time. Right. You had to have drank wine yeah. All right. in order for the barrel to be empty. Now, listen to that. Two different concepts. Context. Yep. Context. Yep. But yep. the same thing is a, 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 basically a saying to represent the truth or yep. the doctrine right. of non-contradiction. That is great. And, it, and one fits one fits one culture better than the other. Exactly. Italian people are going to be more likely connected to wine. Barrels and, of wine. And Americans are going to be more likely connected to a carb-filled <laughs> dessert. <laughs> that's amazing. Yep, exactly. Oh, that's an incredible example that shows the, the doctrine is it's the you don't have to say the term non-contradiction 
or principle of non-contradiction in order for that to be a language that is underlying these concepts in different tongues that be, are being spoken. So thanks for that. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it's a, like the, the same thing with like, uh, there's a, there's a phrase that's in Boca Lupo in Italian that means in the wolf's mouth. Okay. And it means good luck. That means hit, hit the wolf in the mouth. What, what is that? Well, if you're, if you're a shepherd, yeah, you want to hit the wolf in the mouth and then it will run away. Right. See, there's a, there's a doctrine there that's true regardless of culture or, or tongue. But I need more explanation. It does, because at first glance, now here, this, I'm glad you brought this up, because this is where one of, the, one of the ways doctrine has been abused in the church. This is a good example of that. Because what's the hit the wolf in the mouth? Means yeah, good luck. And it, yeah it, the wolf in uh, the mouth. The wolf in the mouth, what? Good luck? Yeah. My immediate thought is, no, it isn't. <laughs> Like, I want to negate you right away. Uh, Why? Based on my own biases and beliefs within me about what it means. Like, a wolf's mouth is dangerous. It's mm. not lucky. So see how if I, if I take something that's different than what I believe, it's uncomfortable because it's scary. Therefore, it must not be true. But all it would take is for me to dig a little bit. Well, what do yeah. you mean, John? What does that mean? It means good luck. Why? Because of the shepherds? Well, that's cool. Now I'm immediately thinking of stories in the Bible of shepherds throwing slings and protecting their sheep. Right, exactly. Now it's cool. When wolves are around, it's bad. But if you hit it, you, you get one shot. It's like, get that wolf right in the mouth. That's cool. That's a great example. So there's all these, there's all these things, you know, we say break a leg for for musicals and all of that and constant theater terms right what does that mean you want me to break my leg you evil person right right Right. oh because if you break your leg you're gonna wind up in the cast in a cast hey a cast like right so there is a deeper meaning behind this that would be true regardless of what you just said exactly and that's the way god operates he got God operates because he is trying to reach everybody in the most perfect way possible. Hmm. The words that he is giving us are words that will help us in any context. Wow. But those words are going to be different for you than they are for me, which is another thing that's proven out by all these different examples you just gave. Yeah. But the principles, but the, but the, the, the truth, the words might be different, the representation of that, but yeah. because we have that doctrine, that language in us, we can hear from him more clearly. Right. And that doctrine is the opposite of the way that we normally think as people. Right, right. So going back to that, where it's like, you know, I love using the smoking example, smoke for the benefit of someone else, because that is guided by love. Yes. That's always for, you know, giving a value without expecting anything in return to the people that you're giving to. Yeah. It's all guided by love. That is a humongous doctrine. 
Oh, it sure is. Yeah. And that's another, that's one I should have mentioned. Cause that's one that usually it's, that's one you can lean on of like, is this God, is this the right move for me to make? Who's benefiting from this? Yeah. Is it me immediately or is it someone else? And, and I'm not benefiting until much, much later or maybe not at all. Yeah. That's so good. this, that's a so, great doctrine. So yeah, on that topic and, and t- talking about helping people learn to hear from God better, those are three. Can you go through those three big doctrine, Pastor Joel? You know, the big three that we call them the contextless doctrine that will help people, if you combine them, be able to hear from God at an incredible level. So this is something that our listeners can help other people hear from God with these doctrine. Right. So this will this will improve your self-esteem and your ability to hear from God. It will also improve your self-esteem in general if you live these out. And these are grace, love and leadership. And we have talked about all of these topics in previous episodes. You could go down to the, the kings and wise men and women in leadership episodes from season one. We did grace. We did love at the end of season one, and we did grace in season two. So check them out. But ultimately, these three contextless principles all work together, too. I don't have to even just pick which one do I want to do right now. But my first step ought to be in anything I ever do or say, what I'm striving to get to, Pastor Jonathan, is Mm -hmm. my first response is, what is the Holy Spirit telling me to do? That's grace. So I back into that. Mm -hmm. I see that as a step backwards into the presence of God. Nice. Just like a slingshot being pulled back, or a bow and arrow, arrow. an arrow being pulled back. Or your arm when you throw a football. Yeah. There is this backward step. That's right. It's a little tough at first, but eventually there's going to be some stored energy in that pull of the bow, right? That's right. The next step is love. Love is giving a value without expecting anything in return from the person to whom you gave. Love is the ultimate expression of righteousness and justice. And love is the ultimate measure for whether or not you are in grace or taking direction from the Holy spirit. So that's how that works together. Nice. And then the way to determine whether or not you are loving another person or giving them a value is if the result or what you're being slung into. Now you've let go of the bow. The arrow is shooting forward. Your interaction with another person is in love resulting in you being a leader to them. Hmm. So grace, love, and leadership. Leadership is facilitating the purpose and progress of another person. So why these are contextless. Another, a way to, a way to see that is through the idea of is there ever a situation you would be in that wouldn't benefit from you taking direction from the Holy spirit? No, no. 
would there ever be a situation that you would be in that wouldn't benefit from you giving a value without expecting anything in return? No. No. Would there ever be a situation that wouldn't benefit from you facilitating the purpose and progress of another person or persons? Yes. I mean, no. <laughs> oh, right. That's what we mean by contextless. There isn't a con context that you shouldn't or couldn't do these in. Nice. Now I'll also say this, depending on the context, it's going to look different. Depending on the context, God is going to speak to you differently. The value you're giving is going to be different. And the way you lead a person is going to be different. But if you lean back and live according to grace, love, and leadership, you'll hear from God more clearly and the confidence in the person he created you to be will go through the roof. Nice. And we all, you know, we've re referred to that as like the fast track for hearing from God. Yeah. Is, are you looking to love? Why, why do you want to hear from God? Is it to love someone else? Is it to love them? You know, like why? It's just, I just can't hear from God. You know, why do you want to hear get from my God? dream job? I want exactly. to get this. I want to get that. Like, cool. Yep. God wants to speak those things to you, but he may have something else. It may not immediately make sense. Bingo. Yes. Right? Nice. He may need you to step into this other thing for someone else's benefit. There's someone else you need to interact with, or there's something you need to learn that on the back end of it, you'll you'll get this job that you wouldn't have ever considered if you didn't take this step in the direction God wanted to bring you. Exactly. Doctrine is the, we need doctrine in order to hear these things. And it seems like it's that doctrine. It does. That first step is what that's yeah. what, 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 what? I don't get that. I don't get how, God showing me what, what my dream job is or my purpose or my thing by helping someone else do it first. Right. Whoa. Yeah. Incredible. And here, yeah. And, and it's perfect what you said. So an overview of the strict and the loose side again, pastor Joel, can you remind us? Yeah, it's very, just simply, I'll, I'll make this part quick. It's, the, the strict limitation side is what the Bible says is doctrine. Yeah. And the loose or the freedom side is doctrine's your own truth. It's based on what you feel is right. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I feel like you were mentioning when I was talking about the, the wolf, the wolf in the mouth thing you were saying putting your own definition onto what I said. Yeah. And your own belief is very interesting. And I feel like people have done that in the past with us when we say the word doctrine. Right. They oftentimes I think, well, you're just talking about memorizing scripture or using the Bible to do what you want to do. Yeah. I think it's oftentimes it's the, the latter half that we've experienced. It's we use the term doctrine and it's assumed that what we're doing is creating our own doctrine. Right. But I got to tell you so many, so much of what I believe shows me how wrong I am. I know it doesn't, it doesn't 
immediately make me feel good and feel like I'm right. It immediately yeah. shows me where I'm wrong and exposes how wrong the path that I was going down would be. Yeah, I can't remember the last time the beliefs I had led me to getting more of what I wanted and not more of what God wanted. <laughs> right, immediately, right? <laughs> yeah, immediately. Now, my desires have changed the more I've gotten in tune with God. But as far as like the flesh in me hasn't gotten what it's wanted in a long time, man. <laughs> not not long term anyways. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And then the other side, you know, of this, of this feeling like that, that doctrine, it just truth feels right. And, um, oftentimes we say that it's different and uncomfortable, right? Doctrine, that language is different and uncomfortable It is because it is higher than the way that we think that we yes. normally operate. Yeah. Good stuff. PJ, can you go through those three categories of people related to their self-esteem? The low self-esteem is that first category. These are the people we feel sorry for. These are the people who really are being led by their feelings and equating that with doctrine. And, you know, this, this is really um, people in pride, people who are trying to avoid the tension of being wrong because they've equated being right with their self-worth. Mm. The mid-self-esteem, these are the people we understand. They've grown enough in confidence to recognize the church, the churches they've been a part of aren't doing their job, and that it's a contradiction for these churches to tell me that God's word is living and applicable to my life, yet they haven't once been able to give me something from God, God's word that's helping me with my depression or anxiety mm. or the isolation I'm experiencing or, you know, the feeling of being distressed or scattered and other than pray more or have faith. And then there's the people that we're impressed with the high self-esteem people. These are people who are going after truth, knowing it hurts, but they don't care because they know truth is more important than their feelings. Nice. Which leads us to the ultimate answer. What is the ultimate answer again, Pastor Joel? Yeah. Doctrine is God's language. Dude, I love that. That is great, isn't it? Yeah. It's how he speaks to us. It's how he speaks to everybody. It works in every context. It works for every person. And it is the key to discipleship. I love it. Why is it the key to discipleship, by the way? We'll get into that in the next episode. <laughs> Will we? Oh, man. Oh, cool. Well, great. Yeah. Got to leave some. Got to leave some some crumbs for the, the leaders listening to the Monk podcast today. I love it. Well, thank Keep you. Keep them coming Joel. back 
for yeah, the epic man. season three finale. Woo! Looking forward to it. All right, Pastor Joel, thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who's listening. This has been Music of Life Church Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, or you'd like to hear a certain topic, please let us know. We'll see you next time.